0: Oh, right. Uh, there are two bow ties on the Lazy Susan, and I really didn't know why. One of them's for a dog, I guess the other one's a hair clip.
1: Hello, um, my name is Anthony Herrera. I'm 36 years old. I am currently unemployed. Uh, My interests include uh, podcasting and the films of Toby Hooper. I am currently a level two Hispanic, but I am working uh, very hard. To reach the third level of Hispanicism, I should be able to do that within, uh, I would say within the year. So if you're interested, uh, please uh, drop me a message or uh, give me a call. My is on the website. Uh, Welcome to La Rosa de Usual, people! My name is, of course, Anthony Herrera. I'm one of your hosts.
2: I'm Lala. And I'm Elisa.
1: And today on La Rosa de Usual, people, we have... uh
2: Glenn de Sousa?
1: Clan the Destino. Destino. And I have to say, this is probably the dumbest episode, but not in an excited way. Like, this is an exciting, dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. This is, just on a very fundamental level, just dumb. Yeah. Like, it literally felt like a waste of all of our lives watching yeah, this episode.
0: Because stupid things would happen, and we all kept, like, commenting, well, what's this, and blah, 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 or this is about to happen, and it did, like, two yeah. seconds later.
1: It was... I, I don't want to say it was pre- it was predictable, but also not because we didn't understand what the fuck was happening, because <laughs> maybe we don't understand Mexico at all. It's possible we don't. Uh, Mexico seems like uh, uh, a confusing country. I think country. Mexico
2: has a lot of parties for everything, yes. and as I found out on the internet, they do graduations pretty big, too. Right.
1: Uh- <laughs> we'll get into this. Um
2: but the families usually do that. I don't know. I'm not from Mexico.
1: <laughs> we are not from Mexico. That's We're, why you'll
2: never be a level three. That's why
1: I'll never be. Oh well. That's why none of us will be level five Hispanics.
2: Yeah, you have to be from Mexico.
1: Well, I don't or even. Or you to have
0: been. Yeah. Or have family there. Yeah. Visit kind of on a regular basis. Yeah. Okay. Well, maybe not because you know not all Hispanics are of Mexican. A Mexican is. Yeah, exactly. But you know.
1: Anyway, let's, <laughs> I'm glad we we absolutely put absolutely no more thought into the Hispanic rankings than just after we recorded last time and gave it no more thought. And then yeah. I just brought it up like we'd been talking about it. We haven't talked about it at all. Anyway, this episode is called Clandestino. Clandestino. And this episode is rather confusing. So I hope I have this, right, uh, have this all in the right order. Because certain parts of this episode, when you look back, couldn't possibly have happened. Yeah, that's... they're
2: out of order, so you can't screw it up.
1: Yeah, so I will. We'll get into it later. What exactly is fucked up? But as right now. Clandestino begins with six Scooby-Doo-like teenagers in hoods, sort of creeping around in front of a big mansion, one of the basic uh, La Rosa de Guadalupe mansions. And I, I thought they were gonna there to rob the place. That's not the case.
0: You know what? I just realized that building at the beginning—that's probably the only one that actually looked like a winery.
1: Right. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We're too. We're not far enough in to talk about the wineries just yet. Okay. So. Uh, They're they're creeping around, they're whispering, um, and it soon becomes apparent that what they want to do with this uh, building is to throw a clandestine party where they're going to serve alcohol, charge young people to come in. All these kids are 15, we found out. Um, At this point, we just know that they want to throw a party. They throw this party in this big abandoned, it's not an abandoned place. The neighbors just aren't there. They come in, everybody's partying, everybody's doing drugs. Then uh, the main girl, who I don't even know the name of, I think they said her name once, uh, but I've called Isabel. her Isabel. Is it Isabel? I'm calling her Bowhead because she always had a dumbass fucking bow in her head. Uh, <laughs> she the clip is better now. <laughs> what?
2: Nothing. Okay. Keep going. Uh she's having
1: a she's having a talk with her six friends. Um, And they're talking about how great it is that they they can throw all these parties and make so much money. And then they talk about how horrible matinees used to be. Um, And then the girl gets the weirdest look on her face. And then the camera zooms in on her face like she's having a flashback. But then the screen titles say months later. Which again, because we don't speak Spanish... Don't know if that was correctly translated. It
2: has to be. How do you mess up months later?
1: (laughs) But now they are at one of these so-called matinees, which I can piece together it being just a mid-afternoon party for teens. Like, I guess that's what they call them there. Yeah. Um, And they're struggling to get in. Basically, all the teens have organized this matinee so that they can pay for their graduation party. Now, but they
0: keep saying graduation. They yes. just say graduation. They don't say graduation. party.
1: Exactly. They say they're they're throwing this party to throw to pay for their graduation. Now we don't know what that means at all, and neither do we ever learn what that means. But so okay, because this is just talking about the matinee, because of what she just said about how bad matinees were in the previous clip, it has to be the past. Like this has to be the past. Now this isn't the future. They didn't. They're not breaking the law in the past to only follow the law in the future. That couldn't be what happened. So that inner title is a mistake. Okay. So they're in the past. They realize these matinee things suck because they cost so much to rent the places out um, and they can only buy sodas and no teen wants to just drink soda. They want beer. They want alcohol. Um, So they decide that they're going to throw a party outside of this system and they're going to do it at Bowhead's house. And um, the... So that they could save money on rent. Now, and it takes a while for her to convince her parents that they're going to have just a regular party and there's no problem with alcohol or anything. She's lying to them the whole time. And that's fine. So, but here here we get into the first problem. La As Lala constantly pointed out, the amount of overhead <laughs> you would have to spend on these parties that they are throwing because these things have DJs with... A Big light system.
0: Scaffolding.
1: Scaffolding. Like a huge rig. They had
0: fog machines
2: and lasers.
1: Fog machines and lasers. Not to mention bottles and bottles of vodka. Didn't they
2: have like margarita machines? Or did I make that
1: up? No, they had margarita machines too. Um, The amount of money they would have to be spending, even if they're not paying rent on the place because it's the girl's house, would completely eat up the profit they're making off of this thing like right off the bat
0: because not only were i mean they charged for entrance yeah but they weren't charging for the alcohol they weren't
1: charging for the alcohol that's true they were only charging an entrance fee alcohol was free the economics of this make no sense so they do the first party. They trick the parents into thinking they're not selling alcohol by having decoy drinks for the parents to drink, so that they don't think, so they don't know there's alcohol. So the first party is a smashing success.
2: Oh, you forgot to mention like the teacher.
1: Oh, there's a whole section. We have a lot to get through. Okay. I Didn't care All about right. the teacher, um, but that's where we first learned they're gonna. Well, that's where we first learned they're fucking idiots. Yeah. Because they <laughs> announced the fucking um, party to the class. The teacher
2: was excited, like, yeah, money for the graduation.
1: Exactly. Um, But then this Harpo Marx-looking motherfucker who's in their group, he's like Harpo Marx with a flat haircut, but he looks exactly like Harpo Marx. Um, He announces that there's going to be alcohol. The teacher freaks out, of course, because you're not supposed to... I think she was mainly... I think, honestly, she was mainly freaking out because he was such a dumb bitch for announcing that there was going to be alcohol. Because then, like... The teacher can't not say anything at that point because she'll lose her fucking job. And so she's like mad like, oh, you put me in this fucking situation, you fucking idiot. Now I got
2: to call home. Yeah. I don't want to talk to your parents. Yeah. They don't want to talk to me. <laughs> yeah. But now I got to do my job.
1: Oh, no one wants to do their job. Anyway, first party goes out without a hitch. Second party. Um. The other thing about this is at this point, they've already thrown like two parties. Why are they so obsessed with financing their graduation with a party based economy that's the other thing i couldn't well, figure out
2: if I mean, you remember the whole episode the whole thing was about teenagers having fun right and they need the freedom to have their fun and then they parties. kept calling it a right
1: yeah they kept calling like Basically, they were using Beastie Boys logic. Yeah. You've got we to gotta fight, fight for, for your, your right, right to party. party.
2: Oh, I bet <laughs> we found their inspiration.
1: <laughs> exactly. It's like they took that song a little too seriously. But no, it's just like there has to, because as we we're talking about like the overhead you have to spend on these goddamn parties, like somebody just said, why can't we do a raffle? And I said, yeah, why can't you do a raffle? Oh, mom, raffles are lame.
0: Nobody wants a raffle. <laughs> and she said something like that. And it's like, well, what are you raffling?
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then, like, and the other thing is just like, okay, here's the other. Okay, so we eventually we find out these are for graduation parties, like, either a graduation party or a trip to Europe. And this brings up the other problems I have with it. One, all these kids are rich. Yeah. They come from rich families. The dad is obviously a narco lawyer or something like that. Uh, like all the dads on La Rosa de Guadalupe. Um.
0: Well, the ri- oh yeah, actually, I was gonna say all the rich dads, but it seems like all the poor people are single moms.
1: Yeah, all the poor people are single moms, <laughs> and so these kids are already rich. Why don't the parents just give them the goddamn money for the goddamn graduation? But two, like for the gra- and they're saying it's a graduation party. It's just well, you've already put on this party. Like you've put on so many parties so far that you can afford to do. How is the graduation party so much more expensive than these parties you're already putting on?
0: Well, I guess they want live music instead of a (laughs) DJ. That's probably it.
2: Yeah, and like, I don't know, (laughs) food
0: maybe? (laughs) I'm confused about the whole thing because... They're fifteen. What
1: are they graduating exactly. from? Exactly. I didn't even think about that. And then you like said it halfway through, and you saw me freak out yeah. because I'm all like, "Yeah, they're fifteen. What are they graduating from? What is happening?" Oh. And how
0: are they going to Europe? Backpacking. Backpacking through at Europe 15. at
1: fifteen. Jesus Christ. I don't. I don't get it. This whole thing doesn't make any fucking sense. All right, so now the real fun of this episode begins because we get to the second party that they're throwing at (laughs) At Isabel Bowhead's house. Yeah. Uh, Also, we should...
2: I just remembered. Yeah, Yeah. Uh,
1: at this point, I should also mention, I've already mentioned the Harpo Marx-looking motherfucker. I've also mentioned Bowhead. Isabel Bowhead's boyfriend looks like what uh lala
0: mexican eddie redman looks
1: exactly like mexican eddie redman it looks like you can move his face around like it's putty and just like squish it and change it to whatever you want second i also
0: part. said he looks like the frat guy that ends up dying during pledge week
1: either way i mean i think we're still talking about eddie Redmayne. <laughs> um so we get to the second party um the alcohol is crazier than usual, is even crazier. There's so many more people here. There was one kid who passed out. On the floor. <laughs> yeah, and it was dumb because they couldn't do another take of that. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he poured out the drink on purpose and then just fell over. And, anyway, but he, was, and he was clearly awake, too, when yeah. it happened. Like The kid, the doctor was, like, smiling. Like He was just like, hey, can you do this? And he did it. It's like, well, we don't have money to do that again. Anyway... Parents find out they're selling, they're doing alcohol. And then the dad, he decides to pull the plug on the situation. He starts screaming, everybody has to go home. And at this point, <laughs> shots ring out.
2: <laughs> guns were fired. Guns
1: are fired. In and, the air. And it's the goddamn police.
0: <laughs> That's how they announce
1: themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they, bam! And then it's just like, oh, I'm And they're there with machine guns and everything to break up this front yard party. The dad goes to jail. He gets all these charges uh, about... Because drugs were being sold at the thing and all that.
0: And they charged... And they
1: charged kids to get into this thing. So it was corrupting minors. He got a charge for trafficking. And they also told him that they could uh, seize his house under the... um, I have it down here somewhere. Uh, No, I don't. But there's a law that allows them to take his house because it was the scene of a crime.
0: No, because it was you. The property was used in the commission Mid- of a crime. crime. That's right. So, uh, which was throwing the party, right. and serving alcohol to minors, right?
1: And then there was also trafficking. Yeah. Um, and this leads to the most mysterious part of the whole episode. Oh,
0: right. Because what he
1: do the dad asks <laughs> the DA guy, just like, "Is there anything I can do to stop this from happening?" And then the DA goes. There is one thing you can do. Then it cuts to the next scene. And he's at home. And we never find out what that thing he had to do was. What are your theories about what this guy had to do to not be arrested?
0: I mean, it was a different DA later, too. So I think you were right when, uh, you know, he wanted him to kiss him. Yes, like... (laughs)
1: There were definite sexual overtones to what that district attorney wanted from him. The way he said, There's one thing you can do.
0: I mean, and he was so disheveled when he got home. (laughs) He was! His tie was was all shut and his shirt was not
1: open. Oh my god. (laughs) You're absolutely right. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, he can't. Whatever he had to do, it was rough and ready, and he went all in on it. Anyway, he gets home. Tells uh, Isabel no more. And the worst thing he says to Isabel after he's just have to have a homoerotic encounter with a state employee is no more parties.
0: Yeah. Like that wasn't already like. (laughs) Understood. Yeah.
2: Well, you know what? Her whole attitude afterwards was just like she didn't get it. I have the right to be have fun. Like it didn't even matter that her dad went to. Like, like almost, almost went to prison. Yeah, and the house they almost was lost, taken. lost their
1: I house. have never seen either of you advocate for the beating of a child <laughs> as much as both of you were screaming <laughs> for this girl annoying. to be hit.
0: She and- needed to be hit. <coughs> <laughs> they needed to knock some sense into her. <laughs> she
1: Oh, and she had a a very punchable face. It has to be said, just like her mom. Yeah, her mom's face was really bugging you, Lala.
2: It was. <laughs> it was hilarious, though. In the background, like the scenes, background? she overacted. Like, yeah, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> the... I
0: couldn't tell if she was trying to laugh or cry sometimes. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Oh my god. Okay, so at this point, with having no house to do, they're still gonna do more parties after this. Uh, this party... might I
2: mention that yeah. their next idea came from the internet right they searched illegal teen parties yeah they did they yes. went
1: online to searched <laughs> illegal teen parties they got uh, they got the info on the, the website that the best way to do an illegal teen party is to break into a disused winery <laughs> and do your party out of these wineries. And when they go into the wineries, they look like the places where, like, action movies in the 80s and 90s used to end. You know, like, there was a car chase, and they end up in an abandoned factory, and they have a shootout in there. That's what this winery looks like. That
0: first place they went to looked like it stunk.
1: Yeah, it looked it, bad.
0: It looked like, like, homeless people use it regularly. And mm-hmm. what did they do? Did they kick out the homeless people?
1: mm I don't know. You what, know what?
2: I was when they first went into that abandoned place. I expected like homeless people to like attack them, and I thought that's the bad thing that was going to happen. <laughs> like, because where already, were they?
1: There was already so much going on in this episode. And
2: why are there so many abandoned wineries nearby?
1: <laughs> I yeah. don't know. There were a lot. They throw a lot of parties and a lot of abandoned wineries at this fucking place.
0: Yeah. And again. These did not look like
2: wineries. No,
1: they were they were in dust. They were like the place they were like they look like the end of RoboCop when yeah. RoboCop has to fight all those guys.
2: Yeah, RoboCop.
1: Thank you. Um so they start doing more illegal parties, well clandestine no parties. Um and then this greasy guy named Adon shows up. You
2: remember his
0: name? I, I, I didn't ha- even catch his name.
1: I and I you was, didn't
0: catch any of the teenagers' names?
1: He was very handsome. And I, <laughs> so he was memorable. Um, and uh, Don shows up. And he, he, was ma- he, he, was, he was not handsome. He was not handsome.
0: You said he looked like the older brother to the greasy guy in the Bieber episode. Yeah, he
1: did. Um, so he uh, makes a deal with the six kids. Well, two of the six kids to sell drugs. Um... And then the two kids he makes the deal with, like, are very like weird about it. They they're go, like, Yeah! Awesome. Illegal drugs. More like, money I for you, our graduation. Their graduation party, which again <laughs> How much is this thing costing that they just can't do what they're already doing? We
2: even did we mention that they're selling uh the alcohol now. It's no longer free. Oh yeah. Oh, they yeah, they've, yeah.
1: they've raised they're making they're making a lot of money at this point. Um, so they have a couple more of those. The daughter just keeps lying to her parents about these parties and the parents keep falling for it. I really think the they
2: didn't like her and they're just like, you know what, <laughs> we're gonna pretend to care, but we don't care. Yeah,
1: it's like it's like the teacher, it's just like, Well now that I know I gotta do something yeah. about it where the parents are like just let her leave. She is so fucking annoying. I just like it when she's not in the fucking house. I really
2: house. think they liked it when she's not at home. But, like, you know, all the episodes that we watch with these rich bitches, like, they're bitches. Yeah. yeah. Like, they just complain and whine and get happy over stupid shit. The Bieber episode was pretty good before all the bad things happened.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Filters. So, it gets kind of mushy at this point, exactly what's going on. They just She just keeps lying. They keep having these parties. Um, and eventually she does find out that they are selling drugs, which she has a problem with for some reason. It's just like, is this the, is this the pale too far for her?
0: Every time they find out that something illegal is going on, mm-hmm. it's like, oh, we're, I'm going to think this thing. And that's what summons the police. Right.
1: <laughs> So it was in the middle of this party that, again, out of nowhere, we hear bang, bang, to let us know <laughs> the, the police. Same the same, same cop, <laughs> shooting the same gun in the but air. But
0: this time, it's in a building. In the
1: building. <laughs> so now people are losing their hearing because he's discharging it in a confined space. But
2: where do those bullets go?
1: Exactly. <laughs> They're just like in the ceiling now. What is this? The <laughs> protocol for them to just start firing wildly? Machine guns everywhere. They arrest Adan, who we find out has been selling drugs from his fanny pack. Yeah. That's where he's been keeping all of his drugs. Isabel gets arrested, and she gets taken to jail. Um, at some point before this, her parents uh, pray to the Virgin. It was a double prayer, so it was double strong. Uh, the, the Oh,
0: right. We forgot about that. Yeah. Is she... Smells the rose because her mom wants her to understand that what she's doing is wrong and to correct her ways.
1: So, sort this sort of goes along with the theory that smelling the rose is what changes people. Because after she smells the rose, she kind of decides not to do the parties anymore. Yeah. Before this is before the drug bust, she just kind of decides not to do the parties. But then she gets talked into it.
2: I know peer pressure's a bitch.
1: (laughs) She goes to jail. Now she's in jail and her fate has is down to two people. one is her boyfriend and two is an 11 year old boy who got <laughs> drunk at their party that's her entire fate is, is gonna be sealed by these two individuals. Um, the boyfriend um, he says that she didn't know anything about the drugs and that she just took money for, to get people to let the people in. so she's cleared on one of the charges but the other charge is the corruption of a minor who's 11 but she's 15 they're they're both minors how anyway and then the 11-year-old, who's by far the coolest character in the whole episode. He
0: was, like, way more confident, and <laughs> yeah. he dealt with those cops like, well, yeah. fuck he, you guys, Yeah, man. fuck
1: you, buddy. Come on. Yeah, okay. I know what's going on here. Isabel didn't do shit, bro.
2: <laughs> I got there and got drunk.
1: I, I went there and got drunk off my ass because I'm cool, and no one else had anything to do with it.
0: <laughs> I just grabbed the drink by myself. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nobody he, gave it to nobody me.
1: Nobody gave it to me. So that is, he's by far the MVP of the episode, and he's in one. <laughs> One scene.
0: Shoot. Although that cop just shitting up the place every time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just, he,
1: like, do you imagine that dude just, like, goes home and goes, Bam, bam! I'm honey, home. I'm home. <laughs> 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 just, like, going to just go see It Chapter 2. Bam, bam! Two for It Chapter 2. Um,
2: what happened to the friends?
1: I don't know. Did this the movie, boyfriend go to they, jail they, for First of all, there were too many friends. Yeah. Like, there were just too many friends.
0: Like, I... After, like... Okay, there were two girls and four guys. Yeah. After the second guy, they just started blended together. There was no
1: there was no need for all that many people. Yeah. Um. So... She gets cleared of the charges, but then she gets sent to a community home where she's going to learn her lesson, and it's on the way to the community home that she gets the wind, and then she learns not to do what she did before. Yeah. Now, this leads to the biggest continuity error of the episode, because... When did the first scene happen? (laughs) The first scene, because they got busted in those wineries. The first scene is when they're now upgrading to breaking into people's houses to to throw those parties, which we never saw happen. So it was a flashback. The whole episode, most of the episode was a flashback from a point in the future that doesn't exist.
2: Somebody fucked up.
1: Somebody fucked up bad. <laughs> like, How did you not, how did nobody catch this? The first scene never happened. You know, and also the translation
0: was weird because they kept calling them clandestine parties. Yeah. So they were basically saying, oh, our underground parties. But the translation kept saying, let's throw our illegal party. Yeah.
1: So literally this is the episode where the most doesn't make sense. One first scene doesn't actually happen. <laughs> so right off the bat, like you're fucking with time in our heads. Two they're raising money for graduate for a graduation party that couldn't be bigger than the parties they're already throwing to fund the graduation party.
0: And how are they graduating? And how are they
1: graduating? They're only 15 years old. None of this made any fucking sense. Lala, how many roses would you give this episode?
0: You know, it took two shots for warning, so two roses.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Two bangs from the cop, two roses. That's that seems fair to me.
2: I'm gonna say three because it was pretty entertaining the whole time. Yeah, it was even though it was stupid. Yeah, it was so stupid it was great.
1: The 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 reactions of the mom in the background whenever the the two were yelling at each other. That's and by the way, uh, now that I have a laptop, I just want to. If for anybody who hasn't checked out the episodes yet, um, I'm just gonna play a short uh, little burst of a random episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe to give you an idea of just sonically what this show is like.
2: Ser ya, no,
1: So that gives you an idea of what the music is like and what the general conversations are like. For anybody who doesn't speak Spanish, you can tell just by looking from it, it is a uh, skinny girl calling a chubby girl fat. Calling her a pig, actually, as Lala translated. (laughs) Just called her a flat-out pig.
2: It looked like they might have pushed her, too. She's bleeding. She's
1: bleeding. We don't know what's going on in this episode. But uh, back to this, I would give this episode... I was going to be harder on it, but then you brought up just, like, how much we laughed at it. Yeah. Because, like... And nothing, like... And the most negative feeling it brought up in you was just the feeling of oh. wanting to punch a child.
0: I <laughs> forgot to bring up my favorite part of the episode, which was he. Uh, he's like, "Oh my God, how are you this dumb?" Right. <laughs> so his daughter, the dad, he, the yeah.
1: dad just like at the end when she's in jail, "How are you this dumb?" Yeah, fair enough. Um, he
0: calls her "tonta,"
1: <laughs> and
0: it just gave me like the feels because that's what they always called me as a kid. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I want to give this one three roses. Uh, Dave, you weren't here, but you did drive a dog to its hair appointment. How many roses would you give that? I'm so confused just listening to you guys <laughs> recap it. I have so many questions. I'll probably rewatch it later. It's a solid two for me. Okay, <laughs> a solid two uh, from David. As usual, I've gone on the internet to I've gone to Twitter to see what people are saying about La Rosa de Guadalupe these days. And uh, let's see. At Karen Coltrane says. Sometimes La Rosa de Guadalupe be like let's address misogyny and family structures and bring forth equality Other times La Rosa de Guadalupe be like fuck it Emo's fighting at the skate park (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> why are emos fighting at the skate, skate park Why have
1: we not watch that I'm intrigued I want to see the episode where emos fight at the skate park yeah this um I think that that actually does really capture the scattershot way La Rosa de Guadalupe works is like sometimes they are dealing seriously with very real issues but then sometimes it's just mindless spectacle um at thoughts to start says. Watching La Rosa de Guadalupe grinds my gears. In a, uh, I think it just means uh, it makes him mad.
0: Yeah, uh, I have we ever heard that saying before?
1: <laughs> I've heard "grinds my gears" before. Okay, okay. Yeah, I, it's such a quaint saying, like to add to do to put on La Rosa de Guadalupe. That's why I thought it was worth mentioning. This, okay, this this burns my britches. Ooh. Actually, it
0: does sound like a thing that like. Uh, like a news anchor does like he has a segment
1: it's what's grinding, grinding my, my gears, gears this week yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah have you seen the price of coffee at starbucks boy that grinds my gears
0: <laughs> or your grounds
1: <laughs> oh man nice
0: nobody pays attention to this stoplight and something needs to be done. This is really grinding my gears.
2: (laughs) That works, because you're in a car. (laughs) (laughs) Car Car-based complaints.
1: (laughs) Why is our city so ugly? I drive around all day, and it's just filled with ugly people. That really grinds my gears.
0: Why does this duck have a hat? Why do the other ducks not have hats? This really grinds
1: my gears. I want to
2: play so bad. I can't think of anything.
1: Why can't Elisa ever think of a way to join in when we do a fun thing? That really grinds my gears.
2: I have nothing. Why do the trees have leaves?
1: Because they're trees. (laughs) Observations really grind my gears. <laughs> Jesus Christ!
0: Why is that one tree bigger than the others? Exactly. Does get more water? That really grinds my gears. That one's
2: bigger because we dropped it on my nephew. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's taken his essence. Took his <laughs> it's it's, it's, it's essence. <laughs>
1: Let's do... Uh, Grind
2: My Gears. <laughs> okay. That, that should be our next podcast. <laughs>
1: grinds My Gears. What
2: Grinds My, my gears. gears? It'll be about cars.
1: So this one, <laughs> it's actually fitting um, because this person, their handle is at Ghost of Izella, but their name on the thing is Lala. Oh. and they said
0: that's a very common Hispanic thing.
1: the bitches on La Rosa de Guadalupe the, what? the, the bitches, bitches oh. on La Rosa de Guadalupe be ugly thinking they're top tier that's
0: true I, it sounds like something that I would say but not in that way yeah
1: exactly Like you <laughs> you wouldn't phrase it like that but you definitely call them bitches
0: yeah I definitely call them bitches and I definitely call them ugly <laughs>
1: Um, and at XOXO says, Mexican moms are the biggest hypocrites. They watch an episode of La Rosa de Guadalupe where the parents hit their child and say the parents are good for nothing as if they don't do the same shit when we were younger.
2: That
0: girl's oh, my got My mom issue. never hit me. She just brushed my hair hard when she got frustrated and she was <laughs> brushing my hair. My That's mom hit me so with the
1: brush. That's so weird. That's okay. That makes sense.
2: Well, like, if I moved because of the tangles, she'd turn the brush around and, like, hit me on the back of the head (laughs) to show me, like, what. She can't remember that, but I do. Oh, she,
0: (laughs) my mom did do this thing where she would pinch us.
1: Why? I don't know. I
0: can't remember. As a punishment or she thought
1: it was No, like, she'd
2: just, like. Oh, I hate that. Twisting pinch. Ooh. I never got a twisting pinch from my mom. Your mom was doing like,
1: like straight up bully shit to you. <laughs> <laughs> like that wasn't even like parenting. That's just straight up like she was giving you Indian burns or something.
0: Uh, I think the worst thing my mom ever did was um, when she would get frustrated with us, she uh, threatened to abandon us and move to Alaska by herself. <laughs> no, mom, no, behave. <laughs> We would just laugh.
1: Yeah, like, <laughs> what the fuck's she going to do in Alaska? <laughs> like.
2: I don't know. Like, I think it's always been a weird dream of hers to man, live in Alaska. We
1: got to get her to Alaska.
2: What's that book Call of The Wild? Yeah. No, she... The Wild in All of Us. The Wild Jack Ryan. Are you talking about Jack London? Jack London trips to the Caribbean in Alaska.
1: When Elisa can't remember <laughs> the names of things, it really grinds my gears.
0: You know what really the, grinds my
1: gears? That she said the first thing right <laughs> the first time and then kept saying wrong things well, yeah, after that?
0: Fun. <laughs> what grinds my gears is I suspect she actually knows these things and does it on purpose
1: it's no I not do on us. purpose it's my brain it's my brain it <laughs> I think she purposely grinds our gears <laughs> just to get us to talk about I it I don't even have a grinder so uh, before we go let's just do a check in last time I was a level 2 Hispanic and I think I I'm pretty much still am and I'm lucky to be one uh, Dave what level Hispanic do you think you are right now still
2: Level two. What was I last
1: time? Two. No. <laughs> we we, gave, we, we, but, we boosted to like up to three. Three or four. Yeah. No, we gave them three. Three? three.
2: Oh, okay. Uh, I think
1: I'm still a three. I don't yeah. think I did much to change the game.
2: I'm a three.
1: Yeah. And I think we said Lala was a four, but do you want to lower that to three, Lala? I said
2: she was a three,
0: and y'all argued it. Yeah. Well, I, I just kind of want to say right now I feel like a four because, you know, reminiscing about being called Thuntha yeah. all the
1: time as a kid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> our th- <laughs> She's definitely a four in comparison to the rest of us, and I think that's what's skewing this. Again, we need to get a level five yeah, Hispanic up in here. Yeah, because a level up in, five here.
0: in here is gonna lower us all to like twos and ones. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna not even be Hispanic anymore once I get a level five in this <laughs> up in this piece. Um, so until then, um, until we get that level five in to speak with us, this has been La Rosa de Usual, people. Uh, we just watched Clandestino. Again, you can watch any of these on Netflix. Uh, we're almost out of these 20 episodes, so we're hoping we find some way to watch some more after we get out of these. Uh, but how can people reach us, Lala?
0: Uh, You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at usualpeoplepod or email us at usual.people.podcast at gmail.com.
1: And if you want, you can just send us in letters about what grinds your gears. Uh, We would love to hear what's been grinding people's gears and just talk about them in addition to talking about the craziest Mexican show that exists. But until then, see you next time, guys.
2: Have a great day. Bye. I'm